had she been drinking? Your liberty will be over at 0600. Which might be a problem, considering how much trouble she was having with basic bodily functions. Groping for the panel beside the bed, she applied what she hoped was enough pressure for dim lighting and cautiously cracked an eye. From the little she could see, these were not her quarters. The less-than-state-of-the-art wall utility suggested station guest quarters for a not-particularly-important guest. Finally managing to sort current sensation from memory, she turned her head toward the warm body pressed up against her side. The Ditakin's short lilac hair swayed gently in response to her exhalation, the pointed tip of an ear covered and uncovered by the moving strands. A Ditakin. That explained things. It wasn't a hangover. She had a pheromone head. Sliding out from under the blanket, Torrin stood, stretched carefully, and filled her lungs with air that hadn't been warmed by the Ditakin's body heat. As memories returned, she smiled. Not only did humans find the Taken incredibly attractive, but a Taken in the die phase was one of the most indiscriminately enthusiastic life forms in the galaxy, and offered the perfect and uncomplicated way to chase the memories of the last horrible planet fall right back to the galactic core. Captain Rose wants to see you in his office at 0800. There were two piles of clothing on the room's one chair, both folded into neatly squared-off piles. He must have been raised by one strict session, Torin thought, grabbing her service uniform and ducking into the bathroom. It had taken most of her nine years in the Corps to achieve that precise a fold, regardless of distraction. When she emerged a few moments later, fully dressed, all she could see of her companion was a lithe lump under the blanket and a moving fringe of uncovered hair. Relieved, she moved silently toward the door, pausing only long enough once to turn off the lights. A Ditakin considered, once more before breakfast, to be a reasonable substitute for good morning, and, with no time to spare, she was just as happy not to have to test her willpower. Outside in the corridor, the familiar something's-leaking-somewhere smell of the station's recycled air drove the last of the pheromone-induced haze from her head. Oh, 0547, her implant announced when she prodded. Thirteen minutes before her liberty ended and her flasher came back up on screen. Thirteen minutes to get to a part of the station that wouldn't incite purient speculation among the duty staff. I should have reset wake-up for five. What was I thinking? She muttered, diving into the vertical, fortunately empty at this hour, and free-falling two levels. Grabbing a handhold, she swung out onto the lock level. Easy answer, actually. She'd been thinking that she needed to forget the carnage, forget those they lost limping back to the station on the ship that had won its battle but nearly lost its own little slice of the war, forget the messages she'd sent to family and friends, and forget that new faces, always new faces, would soon be arriving to replace those they'd lost. And she had been able to forget, for a while. A Ditakin wouldn't feel used. She didn't think they could. Considering the time, it was a good thing station guest quarters were on the same side of the corps as the barracks. Another vertical, another lock, and she was in NCO country. Oh, 0600.
Heading for her own quarters, Staff Sergeant Tarn Kerr had her implant scan the night's reports for any of the names she kept flagged. Apparently no one had died, and no one had gotten arrested. Things hadn't fallen apart while she was gone. No harm done, and it wasn't as if she'd ever see that particular die taken again. At 0758, showered, changed, and carrying her slate, Torn approached the captain's door, turning over the possible reasons he'd moved their morning meeting up an hour. As senior surviving NCO, she'd been his acting first sergeant since the battered remnant of Chicot Company had arrived back at the station. Clearly that wasn't going to last, but it was unlikely Battalion HQ would send out a new first before the recruits needed to bring the company up to strength. Unlikely, but possible, she admitted after a moment's reflection. Battalion HQ had shown what could only be called unique leadership in the past. It was also possible that they were promoting her, and the captain needed to tell her in time for her to make the 1,000 shuttle.